0: The Lollygagging Podcast with Rick and Dave And now here are your hosts, Rick and Dave Hello everyone, welcome to the Lollygagging Podcast with Rick and Dave I am with...
1: Rick, How's ev- how are you doing everybody? Yeah, we're doing great!
0: And I'm Dave, how are you doing everyone?
1: I said we're great! Okay yeah, yeah, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. We're no. doing all right. Good, um, good. You've been pretty really you... busy. Um, got lots going on, and it's been really, really warm in the UK. So wearing shorts and hanging out. Oh, it's
0: good, 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 good. What you what you busy with?
1: Talking mostly. Uh, I've been doing lots of language exchanges um, in French and Italian and. Uh, learning some Chinese so I'm just because uh, I've got some time off work I'm just spending all my time trying to bash my brain with other languages brilliant
0: much. <laughs> brilliant so so French Italian and Chinese wow that's uh that's kind of a, a workout for the mouth wouldn't you say yes.
1: Uh, yeah, definitely, and I got Setswana learning group session this, after, this evening as well, so, oh. which I haven't prepared for, so that's going to be really a nightmare.
0: Wow. Well, yeah. Rick, how do you manage the time you have? You have, uh, from what I understand, a wife and one or more children. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's just a rumor.
0: Okay. I've seen pictures. <laughs> I've seen pictures.
1: Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, it's an interesting. Uh, it's difficult because obviously you you got to make time. For not just for your, you know, your hobbies, but for everybody else, um, and you know, try and come to a happy medium. Interestingly enough, one of our on our YouTube channel, somebody did ask about how to try and involve your family more in language learning. I guess that his point was that if he, he, you know, he he wanted to do more language learning, and he just wanted to get his family to help him out doing it, um, which is a good way to do it, I suppose. I mean, I I'm I try and restrict what I do to when I'm sort of alone so that you know so I've naturally got some alone time anyway so I try and fit all my language learning in then so as not to sort of impose on the rest of my family and their plans and things but um yeah it would be good to try and take his tack, which was to try and involve your family in um in what you're trying to learn and what you're trying to do um but I mean I did read that I mean we discussed this not too long ago and we were talking about you know how you could try and get your family more involved in it i mean the problem i see is that unless your family wants to learn the language you're actually learning as some sort of group effort then it is it is it is difficult you know you know what i mean
0: yeah and I, I suppose that's that's true for any any hobby or passion that you might have where uh where if the family doesn't support it then you've got to kind of do it uh when you can away from them uh, or at least without uh, you know imposing on them you know like like say if you if you're a writer or a musician uh, or any other given uh, uh avocation. Um, yeah, I would think that would be true. So So how how does your family uh feel about you uh doing languages? Do they do they think you should uh get a, a, a grown up hobby or are they supportive?
1: Uh they're never really supportive. Up until we rock up to the country where the languages I'm practicing and they want to eat. Um, then everybody is fully supportive of me <laughs> speaking. <laughs>
0: Well, then there you go. So um, I, so tip number one, starve your family until they support uh, your language passions.
1: Yeah, or take them, kidnap them and take them to a country where people speak that language.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Do, do any of your family members uh, want to um, study their own language like, or study a different language?
1: Uh, yeah, one of my daughters was talking about learning Spanish. And I gave her, you know, we found some resources and CDs and DVDs and things, but she never really progressed, I don't think. I think she listened to a few and then sort of gave up. Oh, okay. And I had one of my daughters used to listen to like she was to watch K-dramas like K-pop stuff like Korean dramas and, and she learned a bit of Korean but just because she was watching all of these sort of Korean soap operas and things. Wow. Okay.
0: That's well. That's. uh, Have you? Were you? uh, So you you were supportive with the Spanish uh, resources and everything. Did you ever ever interact uh, with your one daughter um, in in a Spanish manner?
1: Uh, No, not really. Although um, I gave her some listened some Spanish music and things together. And the one the daughter was doing the Korean. I gave her like the FSI um, discs for Korean, so she could try and learn. um, You know to actually speak Korean, but. She was really quite young at the time, like 13 or 14. She wasn't really keen. So that's too much like homework, so she didn't do it.
0: Okay, great. So so I, th- I think the, me- the message that we are telling our listeners is to um, don't trust family, don't interact with them, uh, go into a dark room uh, that's soundproof and study uh, languages by yourself, right? Is that what we're
1: saying? Uh, that's what I'm saying. And hopefully you would have some more um, useful um, thoughts
0: that is almost never uh, true, but in this case, yeah, I will, I will mention a few things that I've, I found useful throughout my uh, lifetime of, a, of being a language learner. Uh, while having partners, um, currently, I have a partner who uh, actually speaks uh, French, and so uh, during the times that i'm I'm learning French, I find that uh, because she knows some and because she likes the language she um she will help me practice and she will actually correct my pronunciation she'll test me on vocabulary yeah you know, so that that's been helpful so tip number two is that if you have a partner who wants to learn the language, of course you'd want to you know practice together and if you both are at the same level, it might be tricky to uh, learn from each other and teach each other, but uh, at the same time, you can at least uh, study together. You can maybe take a class together. Um, really, that the, the main the main uh, benefit of all this is that you have uh, support and understanding from your partner, uh, or you know, child as it may be, or neighbor or what have you. Um, so that, that's one thing that I find very useful. Uh, there are languages that I do study that she does not, so having her support um, and encouragement to study things like, say, if I were crazy enough to study that or, you know, Hungarian or Kiche or what is the new one? I forget. There's a new one. Uh, oh, I, I'm studying Arabic now. We are going to be uh, interacting with uh, some Arabic speakers down the line and I want to start studying that. Uh, and she, she's very encouraging of that. She knows a little bit of Arabic. I know probably a little more. And um, I'm kind of hoping that we can uh, we can interact and we can teach each other some things and and study together. So that just came up as of last night. So perfect timing.
1: Uh, You you just you amaze me. You just flit about like a butterfly.
0: I do, I do. Some some uh, my guidance counselor called that lack of focus, and my parents uh, wish I would uh, just uh, pick one language and stick with it because that's what parents do. But uh, hey, you know sometimes you just got to go where where the heart takes you. So anyway, so I found that useful. Uh, another another uh, case I found that was very useful, even for people, and this, this applies to you know loved ones, children, neighbors, friends, you know, whoever is in your life. Uh, I found it useful when. You know, people in your life kind of take an interest. They don't necessarily want to learn the language to the extent that you do, but they will pick up a couple useful things or fun things to kind of practice with you. Um, if you can encourage them or, or ex- if you can expose them to the interesting parts of the language that might prove beneficial. Uh, a lot of my friends, even though they are not le- average language learners, they love when I teach them, you know, slang and and profanity, and of course, I don't don't encourage you to just learn that. But I, I found that if you teach them a phrase uh, that is fun or quirky. Um, a lot of times, you can kind of replace certain words and, and turn a dirty sentence into a real sentence uh, or, or, or a useful sentence. So, um, so kind of getting people involved, and, and and when people kind of see, you know, like how engaged I am with learning languages, that tends to motivate them a little bit. Makes them curious at least. So, I think piquing curiosity would be uh, another aspect. Um, you can just have loved ones, you know, spend um, you know five or ten minutes a day or a week. Quizzing you. I mean, I know now with cell phones you have um, self-studying Anki decks and other language apps that you can, you know, that will help help you study on your own. But I, you know, I use I use you know physical flashcards and I love those. I can take a stack and flip through them, and once in a while, it's just a lot of fun to have someone else test you, especially if they uh, know enough of the language to be able to tell if you're pronouncing uh, the words correctly or not. Um, so I, I find that that's useful. Um, hanging up post-it notes or little little signs on things throughout the kitchen and living room uh, are useful because, you know, you, you may see, um, you know, you may see a little note on the refrigerator saying refrigador, uh, um, which is presumably Spanish. And you
1: know, possibly Portuguese.
0: Po- possibly, depending on, on what you have in the fridge. And uh, I find that that's useful because some people will pick up vocabulary passively, and that sort of, again, piques their interest. Um, it also shows them that you are you know, you know are learning a language, you are actively taking steps to study things and to mark things around the house uh, that you want to learn the names of. And I, I, I think... It's great if you don't if you never force a language on someone. If you never say, "Look, I want to learn this. I want you to learn this too." They've got to, you know, like any language learner, they've got to kind of kind of love it on their own. They've got to come to that decision on their own. Um, but I find it useful that uh, or beneficial that if I'm studying a language, it really gets people kind of fired up about what I can do with it. And like you said, when you when you want to feed your family, when they want to eat, then they turn to you you know, that they can see how far you can get in the language. And I think traveling with people is great because it's so much fun to go somewhere and learn, you know, 50 or a couple hundred words of the language so you can get by, so you can order food or find out where the bus is or find out how to get to your hotel. And... Uh, I was traveling with a, a, a ragtag group of uh, language enthusiasts recently in Bratislava, and we were traveling from Bratislava to, to uh, Vienna. And we got off the bus, and I thanked the uh, bus driver. He was he was talking to everyone in, in uh, German because we were in Vienna, but we had come from Bratislava, and so I, I thanked him in Slovak. And I didn't catch this, but my one of my colleagues uh, told me later, on, he said he said the bus driver just totally lit up. You know, when when you spoke Slovak to him because everyone else was speaking German and it just it, it just seemed a little infectious. It seemed like it was exciting to see what um, what speaking a language can do. And I think it, it that encourages people to at least be more enthusiastic about a language or about the idea of learning a language uh, rather you're than about, just
1: you're about losing you for an hour a day or something.
0: As well. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like,
1: oh, boy. You went rent your dark little
0: room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, you want to learn Slovak. Go away for an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. You know, and some sometimes you can study... Sometimes you can be with your partner and be in the same room and just be doing two things separately, but together. So you can um, study with a partner in in the room while he or she reads, and you study your Anki deck for, um, say, say Czech or Korean or whatnot. So,
1: interestingly enough, I mean, once once upon it doesn't happen very often, but once um, I've I've discovered this French sort of. drama series, this sort of police drama series, which the French are really, really good at. And um, because I, my wife sort of walked in when I was watching the first sort of episode, and she caught it, and she it sort of intrigued her, and because this, there were subtitles in English, she sort of sat down and watched the rest of it with me, and then we watched the entire two, well, you know, I think they only did three seasons, but we watched all <laughs> three seasons together. Oh, brilliant. Um, but, but, but she had the subtitles on, and I just... Listen to the audio because you know I was going to watch this anyway because I was going you know using it for comprehension and having the subtitles on didn't bother me and she enjoyed it so we we we, we got to spend a bit of time that way so there might be you know the, there's some native media that your family might actually want to watch you know it's like I don't know um if you're learning Japanese I mean there is a load of comics and anime and things like that that your kids might just go mental for you know. So there's there's other options um, like once you get going and, and you find some media that your your family might actually be interested in the in the more cultural media aspects of it, not just being able to eat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, the, no, that's a, that's a great point, and in fact, you can you can also apply that to um, just you know just even. You know, movies you know just not non foreign movies you can just do movies in your country uh, for example I live in the US uh, and you know of course we have you know tons of American movies and my partner and I watch watch them all the time and uh Generally, I don't think that she is, she is big on having subtitles uh, on the screen in any language. Uh, I, I believe she would find them distracting, although I, I should probably double-check. But if you have a partner who does not find that distracting, uh, yes, they can, they can watch the native, you know, their native language in subtitles, or they can just watch the movie with regular audio, and you can watch the movie in the subtitles of the language of your choice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, so that's, that's great, and everyone everyone wins, and I mean, I, I love watching movies with subtitles, that's my fang, and mm-hmm. so, I mean, I could easily, I would be glad to watch any movie with Slovak or German subtitles while they watch it in just the native English.
1: So. Well, the thing is, like, if you get on sort of Netflix and stuff, there's lots of, of you know, imported um, stuff. I mean, I'm, my wife and I have watched... Um, I, 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 it was like a Swedish crime drama thing And it was all in Swedish with subtitles Neither of us understand Swedish But we watched it because it was a really good show um, You know, it was like a four-part thing mini series type thing But it was all in Swedish But, you know, if I was learning Swedish That would have been a brilliant, perfect opportunity To, you know, do the subtitles Or whichever cool. Or if I was learning English Which I might try later
0: You, you, you should, you should really work on, on your English I think you would benefit greatly from it
1: yeah, especially the pronunciation.
0: Exactly, exactly. Well, that's and that's that's a topic for another time. So, um, but you 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 talk goodly. So,
1: once you to talk good English like me, can't nobody change it. Oh
0: God, I hate you. So, so yeah, so so I think I mean really, it's I think that your your first your first thing uh, to um, make you know to solidify is that your family is supportive of your um, kooky language acquisition desires. Um and I think and I think if you have a supportive family or supportive friends or whatnot, um, then you can definitely find ways to um to have them you know, to include them. And I think I think travel would be it would be um the best way to go because again, once you show people what you can do, then I think it encourages them to at least learn like, you know, thank you and please and you know if you can if you can get them to learn little bits and pieces over a period of time uh, where it's painless for them and almost almost uh, almost a game if you can gamify language learning I mean that always kind of slips in the knowledge uh, without you knowing it hmm. so
1: so I mean this fellow's question on YouTube he was he was as I say as a wife and kids and he was just trying to to involve them more and I, I I really couldn't think of ways other than what we've sort of discussed. But you know, as we talk about it, I'm thinking, well, like any, it's it's effectively just a hobby. So like any other hobby, if you're going to involve your family in it, then you they they have to you have to show them why it's interesting. You know, why you why are you interested in this? You know, it's the same as if you're, I don't know, if you, if you're into building furniture in your garage or something. You know, then. You you just show your family what you know. Look at the end result of this. You know, look at this amazing bookcase I've built, or this table, or you know what I mean. So so the showing the end result can can intrigue people and interest them as well.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely, I, I agree. I totally agree. I think that you have to really show your family what you're passionate about. You know, and and if they if they uh, they don't have to understand it, but they they should at least be supportive. They should at least understand that this is important to you you know if, if it is a hobby then of course you have to discuss with your partner how much time you can allocate to this because you may need to do things around the house and run errands and put in uh, time with your in-laws and all of that um, but at the same time if you you know can work out that you you, know, you do get some time to uh study a language and kind of be off on your own or uh if you are you know supported enough by your partner and children that you um can do things together then i mean that is uh that is i think uh the the trickier thing to come by but also the more valuable
1: well i think that's probably the you know the more from from languages travel is a big aspect and because, and because you know if you so if I'm learning Well, I am learning French and if I if I say well you know I want to take I want to go on holiday and we're all going to go to Marseille and you know and you get you get your family to look up you know what's in Marseille what do you want to see what do you want to do oh you might want to learn a couple things you know before we go for please and thank you and hello and goodbye and all that sort of stuff and I'll teach you you know and then you can sort of sort of suck them into the whole language learning Mm -hmm. vortex
0: (laughs) Oh, and and it is a vortex; it really is. <laughs> but it's our vortex, Rick.
1: Exactly. Oh. So uh, I, I I suppose in conclusion, I re- you know, I, there's not really much we can say to this this fella that he probably doesn't already know, other than it is it is a hobby, and you need to make time for your family, and it's great if you can get them to participate and involve them and get them to support you. If not, then you're really just going to need to, like everybody who has a hobby, you know, mark off time for yourself because obviously you need time for yourself as well as your family. But, you know, just put restrictions around and, and try and come to some sort of accommodation that makes everybody less miserable, if not, if not
0: happy. Because <laughs> the goal to learning languages is to make people the least amount of miserable as possible. <laughs> yes exactly. <laughs> All right, well well said. And 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 you know, of course it, it, the the circumstances will be different if you have to learn the language because of your job or um because you are you have been relocated somewhere. And of course that changes changes the uh, the demeanor changes the circumstances. And of course if if you and the family have to up and move to um say uh, Italy or Poland or something, then, you know, obviously the the, the circumstances and the, and the need to learn the language uh, change a little bit. Um, and of course, that, that may go beyond the scope of this discussion. But um, I would think in, in circumstances like that, the whole family would be on board. They would want to learn. Um, and that would make it more of a group activity.
1: Well, yeah exactly cuz yeah at that point they're going to have to operate as an independent person within that country as opposed to just you know following along and and you know getting you to, to translate for them where possible
0: exactly yeah
1: Alright, well listen, it was good talking to you, Dave. I yeah. Appreciate
0: it. Yeah, same here. Same here. We'll check in uh, next week. Oh, you know, and I was going to say um uh what we talked about earlier about if your family isn't supportive and you need to kind of sequester yourself and learn the language on your own, uh you, that actually leads to some topics we should bring up in a future podcast about how do you uh how do you squeeze in, you know, learning when you can when your time is limited. So, I just thought I'd mention that to you.
1: Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that soon.
0: Great. All right Rick, well, I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go feed the cats and uh, study my languages before anyone comes home. and uh, good luck with working on your English. Great talking to you as always.
1: Okay. All right, talk to you later. All right, later, Rick, bye. Bye bye bye. You amaze me. that's what I'm saying.